you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi, it's Crystal here. Welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. We are actually having a bonus episode today. Uh, the girls and I talked and we decided that on months where we had five weeks, it would be a good time for each of us to take a turn putting out a bonus episode. And I happened to be teaching a devotion at a high school senior girls retreat um, here locally. And the topic was from Psalm 139. And I thought that it had some great truths and reminders for all of us that you all would enjoy as well. So we decided this could be a bonus episode. So we're going to jump right into Psalm 139. If you have your Bibles available, if not, you can just listen and I'm going to kind of break it up section by section. And we're just going to see what the Lord has for us today. So Psalm 139 Verse 1, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. So in this first section, what we can see is that God knows us intimately. He knows us in a very personal way. He knows us like no one else knows us. He knows our thoughts. He knows our words before we even say them. He knows everything about us. And I don't know about you, but I find this very comforting, but it's also convicting to realize how much the Lord knows my heart. He knows the hurt. He knows the pain. He even knows when I'm feeling uncertain or anxious. He knows all about my insecurities. He knows my heart's desires, my dreams. He knows us, each of us, on a personal basis. And then we're going to see in verse 7 through 12. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. So we see in this section that not only does God know us and he knows everything about us, but he is always with us. There is nowhere I can go, nothing I can do that would take me from God's presence. There is just no escaping his presence. Again, very comforting to know that I'm always in his hand, but it's also kind of convicting to think about the Lord is with me all the time. But it is comforting that he's with us and he is walking with us no matter what we're walking through. We can trust that even when things 
that are bad that happen, things that happen to us, the Lord is with us and he wants to help us through. We have to remember, sometimes it's easy to question and say, how could God let this happen? But we have to remember that we live in a fallen world and that God has given each of us a free will. So some people are going to choose to sin against us. But that doesn't mean that God doesn't care. And that doesn't mean that he's not with us. In fact, he is with us and he wants to help us heal and he wants to help us get through those things. So then we see in uh, verse 13, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So here we can we can rejoice knowing that God created us. He created me. And not only that, but I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So my appearance and my talents, all of me was fashioned exactly as he intended. And it is wonderful. Um, we may have complaints. Maybe we would, we wished we were taller or shorter or skinnier, or uh, maybe we wished we were good at something else that we wanted to do. But the Lord has created us exactly how he wanted us to be so that we can bring him glory. And he calls us wonderful, no matter the faults that we see, which that's something that as a woman, I know we have a tendency to pick out all of our faults when really what people see from us, they see what's on the inside. They see a joyful spirit. They see a, a happy and joyful person or someone who is friendly and warm, and they don't focus on the faults like we do. That's something that I have learned over the years that I can just rest, just rest in knowing that God created me and he calls me wonderful. And he created me in such a way that I could accomplish his will for my life and his purpose. And I don't have to worry about any of those insecurities. I don't have to do that. I don't have to dwell on that. Instead, I can dwell on the fact that God created me. And it's just a wonderful thing, thing to think about that the creator of the universe created me exactly as he wanted me to be. And then we see in verse 17, how precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. God thinks of us continually. His thoughts of us are innumerable. When I awake, I am still with thee. God doesn't fall asleep on the job. Even when we are asleep, unaware of him and his working on our behalf, he is still thinking of us. He has a plan and a purpose for our life, and he is continually working it out on our behalf. We just need to be surrendered to it. And then we see verses 19 through 22, which I'll admit, in my younger days, I would have just skipped over these verses because it sure doesn't seem to fit. But let's read them. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men. For they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. 
Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. So David has some strong words here concerning the wicked, the Lord's enemies. And he's aligning with God, saying, I will stand with you, Lord. However, we know we are to love our enemies. And we know God commendeth or demonstrated his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's found in Romans 5, 8. It's that love and the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross that even allows this relationship that we are reading about in Psalm 139. So David goes on to say in verse 23 and 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting." So we can see that David is aware that he can have a tendency to sin or do wickedly. We all do. So his words here show us that he has a desire to stay right with the Lord. He wants to be examined and then be willing to surrender to whatever the Lord reveals. So in verses 19 through 22, where he's talking about the the wicked and he's aligning with the Lord against wickedness, he also recognized that he himself could have a tendency to commit sin and do wickedly. And we all have to recognize that. It is when we stand apart and say, oh, that would never happen to me. I would never fall into sin like that. That is when we get ourselves in trouble because we know that Proverbs sixteen eighteen tells us pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And so if we ever think we've arrived and we, we are above sinning or above wickedness, we're going to be in trouble. Instead, we need to pray like David and say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. That should be our continual prayer over and over that the Lord would search us and show us any wickedness so that we can get it right with him and we can continue to be in fellowship with him and continue to grow in our relationship with the Lord. In closing, I just want to remind you that the Lord wants a personal relationship with you. He already knows you. He is with you always. He has created you and called you wonderful. He thinks about you continually, and those thoughts are innumerable. And he wants you to get to know him by spending time in his word and in prayer. I would encourage you to get to know him. It is a relationship that will give you peace, hope, and joy throughout your life, no matter the circumstances you face. I hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode. Take some time to study Psalm 139 for yourself. I know you'll be blessed by it. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.